Welcome back, everyone, to the spotlight here on Fightful.com. You see below us, we have a first-time guest on the show. You heard about him last week when we were with our guys, Jameson Ryan and Diamond Sheik, putting over the Black Magic supplements. Psycho Boy Fodder has joined us, and behind him, you may recognize the legendary Angelina Love, also there. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Doing wonderful. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us. It is much appreciated. Much appreciated. So, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and address this. You guys are backstage at the NWA tapings right now. What's what's going on with uh, with the NWA? What's the you know, we, we like the scoops here on Fightful, according to a lot of people. We're always digging for scoops. So I'm going to go ahead and play into that. Uh, I mean, the only scoop I got for you is that we're doing the first live power on January 31st in Knox. Yes. Um, so I'll be there. She'll be there. EC3 will be there. It'll be a stacked card. And then I think there are more live shows in the future for NWA. How, how did your NWA appearances come about? Because I know you've been on there a couple times. And as we said, you, you're backstage now. So how did that all come together? So Ricky Morton pushed really hard to get me here he's a really good friend of mine him and carrie um i adore both of them um they're both great guys and have supported me since i started wrestling and when ec3 started working here he kind of pushed to get me here uh johnny swinger said a few good things about me to get me here so once i i came they asked me to come to the last tapings and when i came to the last tapings they gave me a couple of matches and everything seemed to work out real well and I think Billy was really happy with the work, um, and we're just moving forward off of that. Yeah, I was going to ask how the experience has been for for all y'all there. Um, and I would like to know from Angelina as well, um, with all of her experience, like what the N- NWA experience has been like since you've been there. Um, it's great because like Velvet and I, you know, we get to work together again, which we always love. And I'm just kind of at a point in my life and career where I just like a laid back locker room, <laughs> very laid. Um, and it's cool because like when I first came here, there was like people from literally every step of my career here, like people from deep South were here, people from ring of honor, people from impact and then NWA people. So it was like really cool to see like a lot of old friends and then like ring of honor people that I had just worked with a couple months prior. And, um, so yeah, they're, they're busy days, uh, the tapings that we do, but it's like working for Billy is awesome. And uh, it's just like really good vibes back in the locker room. So that's like a big deal. Angelina, working with, with Velvet again, she, you know, she's been retired, but she's doing commentary and, and things like that. Is that something that you have interest in either down the line or you know, when, when your in-ring career is over? Yeah, I've always said that. Um, I don't know when that's going to be. I certainly don't want to be forever, that's for sure. Um, but I think I just have so many years of TV experience and with the companies that I've worked for that I do want to, in time, um, become like an agent or like a producer backstage, help people with promos, a trainer, something like that. Because I just have a lot to be able to help with, um, you know, like the future generation and stuff like that. So I feel like this business will probably be a part of my life for most of my life, as it has been already. <laughs> so. I think I would like to, you know, just transition when the time is right to just doing backstage stuff for sure. Well, yeah, I was I was going to piggyback off that because you being a seven-time champion, 
you know, you do have a lot of experience to, to impart on people. Father, what are some things that you've learned from Angelina? Uh, don't do double axe handles to the back. And <laughs> off. Good. Uh, that's one of the main things. I mean, not like our, our thing, like we watch a lot of bad wrestling. That's our favorite thing to do. So we search for bad wrestling on YouTube and yep. we spend about an hour every night watching. Bad so we kind of art bad wrestling and you kind of know what not to do when you get in the ring after you spend an hour a day watching really bad stuff. I mean, you know, we have to ask next. I mean, what, what are what are some of these? Can you give us any examples of some of your favorite stuff to watch? I will send you a playlist that I have <laughs> thoroughly entertained. Well, you know, there's like a rabbit hole, you think, right? So, and it's yeah. very easy to on a rabbit hole on YouTube. It just gets better and better and better. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I mean, I'm always I, a... I think just overall, like, I mean, like, um, you know, before I met Angelina, um, you know, I was wrestling all over and wrestling a lot of different guys. Um, and I think it's more or less just, uh, you know, intent um, when you're doing things in matches, just different things, character work uh, and all of that. So, I mean, I mean, there's there's a lot uh, that can be learned uh, from her and from EC3 for that matter, man, because I've, I've had a lot of. Uh, let's just say a TV guys um, that kind of mentored me from my start. I mean, I haven't been wrestling very long and I've been wrestling for two years. So um, all of this stuff for me has happened very, very quickly. It says on, on cage match and you can correct this if it's wrong, but your first match was on the free, the narrative pay-per-view against John Schuyler. And that's like a pretty big spot for someone wrestling uh, on their first match. Cause the free, the narrative stuff was, it, dur during that time it was during the pandemic and everything and ec3 like that was like a big deal and so like that's a that's a big spot to be in for your first match like so is that true first off and then like how did that all come about so when i met like i met ec3 before i even started wrestling like i met him through supplements um you know black magic and like all the different brands uh that i run and he actually brought me down uh, when he got released from WWE, when they shot that first uh, cinematic deal um, that ended up on Impact. And I was the guy fighting him in that. So that was kind of like, I think I was, I had been training for like maybe eight months. Um, and then after that, I had like a few like indie matches um, that were okay. I mean, you, you know, I, I was still kind of getting my footing about myself and getting comfortable in the ring um but i would say like john schuyler was the first like true pro that i wrestled um and when i wrestled him i kind of had that light bulb moment that goes off where you're like working a guy who's like really good and he's walking you through everything and as he's walking you through it you're going like oh like this is what i'm supposed to be doing like i don't have to go super fast and i can just take my time in here and i can talk to him and catch those springtime vibes all over arizona break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. He can talk to me and uh, I think once I had that 
moment um, with him because Skyler is very good. Like he's one of the best people I've ever been in the ring with. Um, and I just think like that time working him, like he made me look like a million bucks, but he taught me so much in that small 10 minutes. Uh, and a lot of like the kids that go to like the training school and stuff, um, like I tell them, like you get much more um, ten in 10 minutes, like working like a real pro then you get in like six months of training. Like there's just things that you learn um, like with pacing and just different things in the ring, working the crowd um, that you can't get in training uh, and doing drills and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of, you know, like learning and, and growing, you know, I, I got to see both of y'all live at the um, championship district wrestling show in Atlanta recently and um, there's a lot of, you know, Nightmare Factory students that run that. And CYN's becoming a big part of that show, too. Um, what's it been like for both of y'all being a part of that? And obviously, there's a big main event coming up later this month. Uh, you and EC3 taking on QT Marshall and Billy Gunn. So uh, a lot of big stuff happening for, for both of y'all. And it's really cool seeing it locally here in Atlanta for me. Yeah, I mean, District is great, man. Like, uh, I met Jameson um when I was doing work for AEW, uh, like we've done some stuff together at AEW. Um, both of us have done like matches there. And then me and him actually did uh, some stuff where we were like under a mask, like during like a JD Drake and Orange Cassidy match. That was cool. Um, and we just kind of kept in touch. Um, he, you know, he uses black magic supplements and all of that. And uh, when he said that he was going to start up the district wrestling and, um, you know, have, you know, some of the, bigger got bigger names on the shows and things like that um he asked me would i come down and do them and man i mean they've been absolutely fantastic i mean i like the crowd man like and it's more of like an adult environment uh as opposed to like a, like lots of kids there's nothing nothing wrong with like doing like the family friendly wrestling shows um because i get booked on plenty of those too but the uh the adult shows you can really kind of let loose and really be yourself when you're out there. So, I mean, there's obviously like, there's a little bit more language things going on. Um, so I, I think, I think overall what they're doing is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's hey, like, it's a really, it's a really intimate setting, which is cool. Like the, their setup there is great. Um, the show, Steven, that you were at, that was the first one that I've done um, because we really quickly decided that we wanted to, you know, start working together. Um, and that was just like the perfect place to start. And I mean, I think it worked pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it worked great. It worked great. Yeah. I, and, and I was, I, you know, I wanted to ask you like how you even linked up to begin with, like, just like at, at, at any, at any level. And also, you know, deciding to, you know, work together on screen and everything. Well, I just saw her one day and I was like, you're mine. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and was it was, it? it was here at NWA. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's kind of started. And, you know, I mean, we ended up, you know, dating and doing all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, we both love wrestling. So um, I think that we look good together. That's not, that's, I mean, I don't want to say that like in an arrogant way, but I think like we that's just okay. compliment each other. <laughs> yes, but absolutely. It works. And I think like this, the, the psycho boy character um, having like the psycho girl with the psycho boy, um, really elevates um the character itself because there's so many things that you can do and there's so many different uh there's a good dynamic there between both of us um 
you know, when we when we come out and we're able to just do different things like in the match or if we're able to do like mixed tags and, you know, different things of that nature. Angelina, I want to get your thoughts on something that has been a big topic around the NWA, and that is Empower. Uh, there's they talked about, you know, possibly doing a second one. There have been comments by by Billy, um, and I want to be fair to, to him with his comments. He said he wasn't sure if there was enough TV-ready women to carry it and live up to the first Empower, which was a, a fantastic show. Like, what are your thoughts uh, on that, and do you think there are enough, like, TV-ready women to, to do a second Empower show? Um, I mean, I don't think Billy's wrong in anything that he says. I mean, that man's been in the entertainment business for 35 years, um, the most difficult entertainment business, like the music industry. Um, and he's, I think he's a creative genius and he loves wrestling and, um, he loves women's wrestling and he's very supportive. Um, and he makes sure that we're all over the shows. Um, he's always been supportive of me and my career. Like I've known him for over 10 years. Um, so I think when like things are like, you know, put online, maybe the headlines are a little clickbaity, you know, it's possible. Um, things can be taken like a certain way, but I mean, I don't, I don't think he's, he's incorrect in saying that at all because it, it is a big deal to um, carry a pay-per-view like that and be TV ready. And some people are, and some people aren't. And that's not a, that's not, that's not insulting. You know, that's kind of how it is for everybody. Um, and he's just a very open and honest person. That's what he was saying. And I, I mean, I wasn't offended by any of it at all. Um, and you know, there's a lot of stuff coming up for the women on the NWA shows, um, like next year and everything. So, um, I'm sure that'll, that'll happen. Uh, but I mean, like, I know if I was running a show, I would want to have the best people possible. And if you just don't have enough of the best people possible, then maybe you got to postpone it, put it off get something figured out, whatever. And I think that's, I think it's fine. I appreciate your comments on that because yeah, absolutely. you have, you have been, you've been around the, the business and you've seen everything there is to see, I feel like, and now you're there. And so, you know, someone who is there and actually working with NWA, I don't think we've heard enough of, of a female perspective of some people, the females who are there at NWA. So I do appreciate your, your thoughts on that. Um, yeah. Psycho boy, AEW, you, you said you've done stuff under the hood. You, you work dark, uh, dark elevation. Yet yep. very early in your career, just a, a few matches. How did how did that? Uh, how did you get in contact with with AEW to to work some dark dark elevation? Uh, Sean reached out to me. Uh, we did the uh, when me and EC3 and Adam or Braun Strowman and Weston Blake did the. Uh, run in at the ring of honor final battle pay-per-view um that actually that day is when AEW contacted me um about coming in to do um like the elevation and you know different ones like that and um we still some matches there and you know all the brothers are really cool there uh there's like a i think there's like a like a six-man tag we worked with like dark order that was really good um and I think like, I mean, like from my experience there, like everybody's like very nice and everybody's uh, like has always like treated me very well. And, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I have many, many friends that work over there. Um, so, I mean, I think it's great. Did I, did you get any, uh, any advice that stuck with you um, through doing stuff with AEW? Cause we talked to some people here on the show that say, you know, like Christopher Daniels or some people in the back will sometimes give you some, some pretty, uh, you know, valuable feedback after those kind of matches. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, 
I don't know if I got like a bunch of feedback like after the match, um, but like I spent a lot of time with Jerry Lynn there, um, and you know Jerry was very nice to me, and he gave me just tons of advice on you know. There's like a big difference in working wrestling, like when we're doing something like like district. Even though like at district, there's cameras and you're working for cameras, you have much more time than there to tell stories than you do on television. Um, and one thing uh, Jerry kind of told me was like, you know, register like what's happening on TV, um, but you know, you got to keep moving, man, because it's all about keeping times and, and, and making sure that you're doing, uh, you know, what the boss says um, or, or what they want. Uh, and I think um, just kind of learning like those things, like from him, um, you know, not like killing yourself, like when you make a mistake or, um, just just different things like that that I'm like prone to like beating myself up about you know early on is you know I like to have I like to have great matches and you know if we have things like laid out in the match and like something goes like awry or you know things like that like it just I have bad OCD so it drives me absolutely crazy after the match and then for probably many days after that we're perfectionists in a business where you can't be perfect and it makes us all mental <laughs> very fair that that seems to be an answer from the bet the absolute best wrestlers i will say is they want everything to be perfect and yes you're gonna get nitpicked on any little thing and i can see how that would be very annoying i, I want to ask i don't know your musical taste with the name of like psycho boy i can take a guess at them did you, you talk oh really okay all right well did you talk music with jerry lynn because i know he's a big metal guy but if you're not a metal guy i don't think you would talk music with jerry lynn uh, no, we and Jerry did not talk any music, but I mean, you, I listened to a lot of 1980s music, so you would probably be surprised at like what's in my playlist. I mean, I was. <laughs> there's lots of uh, there's lots of Madonna. There's oh, wow, dude, I love I love 90s alternative too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I I'm we're we're here with that. Yeah. Match, <laughs> Matchbox Twenty. Yeah. Uh, Good shit there. I blind. I mean, there's so many like great '90s bands, um, but I think the Isley Brothers are like my favorite artists of all time. So I, Madonna completely threw me off. Uh, I respect it. I, as a as a Taylor Swift fan, I respect that you, you listen to Madonna. '90s alternative uh, can obviously get down to that any day. But yeah, with Psycho, I, I admit I was going to stereotype the Psycho Boy name and be like, all right, you're just probably into to metal music. So I, I, well, very you, good. You would think that his taste in music would be like his entrance music because his entrance music. Right. Yeah. yeah, Tommy, by the way, Tommy Tanks uh, composed that uh, entrance music, which is completely original. Um, and he's done so much like for like the free the narrative series that we did and many of like the entrances like excuse me for the uh control your narrative stuff like on like the the cinematic like pay-per-views and things that we were doing um he composed those completely and they are absolutely awesome like i'll i'll send you a link just to the soundtrack so you can listen to it like on itunes but it's absolutely fantastic man so if, i mean if you see me in the gym and you see like a big jacked up dude with like a body full of tattoos. I'm sure you would not expect to hear like Madonna, like holiday, like playing in my uh, ear, <laughs> but it likely when I'm in the, you know, gym hitting three plates on the bench or something like that. So 
I don't know. It's just, that's what I like. Yeah, you know, we we talked to uh, Richard King the other week, and he was telling us that he he likes to listen to Fantasy by Mariah Carey when he works out. He's like, you would never expect it, but it it, it, it pumps me up. Um, great it, it is, it is, it is a great song. And and speaking of great, you know, yourself or someone like you by Matchbox Twenty is one of my favorite albums ever. Like I grew up in the '90s, that's top tier. Um, speaking of favorites. Do y'all have, um, well, I'd like to know just, I, I believe Angelina, I've heard over the years, uh, you're a big Shawn Michaels fan. Um, Psycho Boy, did you have any like big influences in wrestling before getting into it? And I also wanted to ask if, you know, I know you, I'm sure you have a lot of dream matches, you know, oh, of course, we're in the, the, the heart shirt. <laughs> um, but um, if you, you know, I'm sure you have plenty of dream matches. And Angelina, is there anyone like still out there that you haven't, you know, gotten to work with that you really want to? Uh, for me, I mean, Bret Hart is... Uh... The best wrestler that ever lived, uh, that's ever done it, man. Um, and if I had to work, like if I had to pick like a couple of guys that I'd just like to work that are still working now, like I want to work Matt Hardy because Matt Hardy's from my backyard. I would love to work Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I think Jarrett is absolutely awesome. I mean, if you go back and watch some of those like 96, like Jarrett matches from like WWF superstars, um, like there's one match where he's working Shawn Michaels, man. And it's just absolutely fantastic, man. I mean, the guy is such a great worker. Um, I think those two are probably at like the top of my list um, for guys that I would love to work. I feel like I've worked um, a lot of the girls that I could have said. Like, I know when I got released from WWE in 07, I said that I had really wanted to work Victoria. Um, but then I was her first program when she came into TNA as Tara. So got to do that. So, I mean, I just always say Trish. Because I think that would be a banger. There you go. And also just wanted to bring up just really quickly, um, kind of full circle in a way. Um, Daddy Ass, of course, you know, going to be in the main event against Potter soon. I remember Cute Kip back in the day. So, I mean, I know I know you remember Cute Kip as well. So, Yeah. Yeah. Our, our gigantic, beautiful people, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fodder, were you, did you see the Matt Hardy, Jeff Jarrett match at WrestleCade? Yeah, I mean, we, we had a six-man there. So it was me, yeah. EC3, uh, Austin Aries against uh, C.W. Anderson, Preston Quinn, and Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson in their corner. Uh, yeah, I mean, EC3 had a spot in the, in the Matt Hardy-Jeff Jarrett match. Um, well, you know, sometimes you guys are backstage and you're doing a bunch of different other things. So that was the thing. I didn't know. I knew you were there. I knew you worked on the show. I didn't know if there was possible you were taking a shower during it for, for oh, some no. reason. So. <laughs> Watch the whole deal. It's a great match. Yeah, you're showering, showering him with gratitude. But do you know Fightful? Do you know what they've done to me? Do you understand? Oh, no. Yes. Because you, Fightful, allowed the low-T IWC to cancel me based on one interview with Sean Ross Sapp. So if they actually want to hear my piece and talk to me, have Sean text me. You're doing great. I Sean's got to text me. So if he, if he texts you, please let me know. He doesn't return my text. So I don't know. Does it return text? No, he's bad at that. He's bad. He just had COVID. He's, he's, he's on the mend. He's I just the- saw him at, we just saw him at WrestleCade. Yeah. Hey, COVID. That, that's where he got it from. <laughs> yeah, he got it. That's right. Yeah. Later. <laughs> I hope we don't get you canceled off this interview. No. no. <laughs> anybody i i don't want to get anybody canceled i probably wrote a headline that that was 
you know, didn't look good for EC3. He's yeah, for what it's worth, Jeremy here, he's the yeah. guy with the crazy headlines on Fightful. Like, if you ever see just, like, the headlines that, that look more like the Onion article headlines, like, that's that's <laughs> this guy over here, so... Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I got to I got to turn I got to turn the heat on somebody else uh right now. Potter, how 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 much of a jerk is Jameson Ryan? That guy, he he sucks. He's terrible. No. <laughs> He's booking me. So. Yeah. <laughs> I say anything bad about him. <laughs> I feel like y'all y'all have a lot of similarities, both being body guys and being the BGU guy, you being the supplement guy. I feel like there's uh something maybe potentially brewing there. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I mean, we both love to work out. I both like to hit the gym hard and everything. I mean, so I think just like naturally, we just kind of gravitated towards each other, um, you know, because we we're just kind of into the same things. We we love Jameson. I I did I yeah. joined Body Guy University last week, so now I'm trying to get the the leader thrown under the bus here. I have the BGU mindset, though. He told me. I mean, uh, Psycho Boy's got no problem with BGU. I mean, I might join at some point you know you never know well i mean you guys are you're going into their show as control your narrative and like just entering in through the back door and everything he said you guys took out security he was throwing you under the bus a little bit yeah i mean i mean i think he appreciates it though man because it 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 makes good for it makes good for the district uh for the district wrestling so if i if i do ever decide to join bgu and uh then me and you, Jeremy, will be uh, will be teammates. And, and maybe, I need I need more friends. I have too many enemies. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe me come through the back door and like beat beat down some people, you know, before the show. Well, I, I can't I can't fight. I think Jameson should know if you're going to be booking somebody with the uh, the word psycho in his name and the CYN guys, there will probably be chaos right behind. So can't be too surprising. Right, right. Um, usually we ask people uh, the coolest thing in their room. And I know you guys are in a locker room backstage area, but is there anything cooler there that you could just point out to be like, hey, look what is in this room? In here? Yes. Usually, you know, usually we talk to people and they're in their their office or their home or something like that. Ooh, oh my god, that? what it's a sting oh, sting. With the sting mask and yeah, the pistons hat on. Yeah, pistons hat and the sting mask. Yeah. Oh my god, that rules actually. Yeah. That yeah. is sweet. <laughs> yes. I put that if I could. Uh, if I could. Can you steal that? I'm, I'm, I mean, we like, also. Have, I don't know if you could see. We got. Well, ba- this is we a, got baby EC3 behind us. We got an EC3 poster. So. So oh, there you there's go. A, there's the flyers. There's a flyers flag on top of it as well. That sting thing is awesome. If you if that goes missing, you can blame me. I might have to. I mean, I might have to hijack it and then uh, get with UPS and get it up to Ohio for you. Yeah. Oh, that would be sweet. That thing rules. Um. Uh, before before I let you go. Ooh, I, oh, 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 nice. all these impact this? throwbacks. This is great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, I want to give you a chance to talk about the the Black Magic supplements. So let everybody know what's going on with that and how you how you started all that. Sure, Black Magic. We got the best protein. We got the best pre workout. We got the best amino acids, man. Um, you guys send me your address, and I'll send you guys some stuff um, to try out. Thank you. In the gym, whatever, or maybe if you just want to get some extra protein in, and you know things like that, man. You guys can give it a try. Just pop Appreciate me a message. It. 
you guys squared away. Um, and just just overall, man, you know, the, I mean, the company's just growing, man. I mean, like, you know, we have we got 10 flavors of the protein now. We got seven flavors of the pre-workout. I mean, it's a it's an awesome brand. I mean, it's it's for everybody. You know, the uh, the branding is real cool, man. And, um, you know, th the brand is, you know, really took off and grown since 2018. And so, you know, we're happy to support District Wrestling. Um, you know, they've supported me, man. And I think it's a it's a it's a growing relationship man so i i i like uh i just like how you know i can intertwine like many different things like in my life um to to help other people as well um and and really in, intertwine it all you know together <laughs> um with just people that i like that do the same thing I guys, everybody can check out Black Magic Supplements. There's a there's a link in the description, so go check that out. Go support, guys. Thank you for for joining us today. Go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you at on on social media or anywhere else. Yep, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, whatever at l o k e y s nine one zero. That's at l o k e y s nine one zero. If you want to watch tons of free matches. Visit my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash psychoboyfodder. And I feel like I've said this a million times. <laughs> um, Twitter at actual a love and Instagram a love the number four life two two two. Facebook's private. Sorry. Um, so Instagram Twitter. <laughs> Thank you guys again Thank for you. for doing this. We we really appreciate it. And guys, we'll be right back here on the spotlight.